Hi, welcome to episode 39 of the Oral Fix Podcast. I'm Drew Brown. I'm Henry Diaz. And we're your hosts of Oral Fix. Oral Fix is a weekly social commentary podcast. You can find us on Stitcher.com, iTunes, Podomatic, SoundCloud, and a whole list of other places that you can find on our website at allfixpodcast.com. Henry, how are you this week? I'm good. How are you, Drew? Okay. Hanging in there. <laughs> Just hanging in there? Yeah, I you know, I had a, you know, had a long, a long week. So, you know, I was in Canada and came back and had to do some work. And so it's been a very busy and mixed in with, like, birthday parties and stuff like that. So it's been a very long week. So I'm looking forward to just being able to just relax. Yeah, you uh all... You were like a busy beaver during the night. You had like some job for the last three days, putting together some yeah. showroom floor also. I mean, you must be exhausted with the jet lag. And I am exhausted. My body is just, um, my body is tired. <laughs> you sound like you're like resting on your bed, like talking to me. Is that what you do? <laughs> I, I know. I'm just in a very comfortable place. I'm, I'm, I'm spent. Um, I I'm doing a lot better. I I didn't have such a great week since my back was bothering me a lot, and the allergies and were, you know, I heard from a friend of mine that spring is in full bloom down in Queens because the cherry blossoms are, are like sprouting about everywhere. So I know spring is here, and I know I'm really being affected by my allergies. And your back um, has sinus cavities and it's affecting me like I had to go to the chiropractor and chiropractor had to work on me and so in order you know after seeing a chiropractor the work that he does or the car you know whoever that person is usually it takes about a day or two in order for you to really feel the effects and when you do you either you know, you start feeling pain a little more until you feel better, or you just start instantly feeling better. And it was kind of like a mixed bag with me. So um, between like sinus headaches and back discomfort and an old injury creeping up on me, like <laughs> I um I was laid out most of the times. But um, mm-hmm. yeah. Aren't you always? I wish I was, boy. <laughs> You're so always like interested in my sex life. Like, are you secretly in love with me? <laughs> no, I'm not secretly in love with you at all. It's funny. It, it's called humor. It's mm. called having a sense of humor. Right. You You always want to reveal all my privates here on the podcast. What's 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 up with that? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Hot potato, hot potato. <laughs> you are a mess. <laughs> a mess, a mess, a mess. <laughs> Is your phone like squishing next to your um, mouth? Because you really sound like you, <laughs> you need Advil or something. <laughs> I sound like I need Advil. I took Advil already. <laughs> <laughs> Too much sangria. 
That's right. You had like this whole like St. Patrick's festivity yesterday. Like, did you get laid from it, or did you just have too much sangria? <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not. I did not get laid. I, I did so. I, I did end up like uh, meeting a friend of mine out, and we ended up going out, and I don't know what's going on. Like, I'm like meeting all these like. I guess, you know, now, you know, being in my 30s, you know, now I feel like, I don't know, it's just like now I'm like meeting all these young boys. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I, I guess that pussy is a little too loose on you. <laughs> that what is too loose? <laughs> that pussy. <laughs> um, no, dear. <laughs> never, never that. <laughs> So, um, you know, like all these young boys are, are, are I don't know, he's like 21 years old, he's a kid. I'm like, um, I'm not a cougar. <laughs> and don't make me into a cougar. <laughs> what happened? And don't make me into a cougar. Yeah, I know, he's adorable though, but he's just young, you know. I don't know, we'll see, we'll see what happens. Well, where'd you meet him? At a bar. He's old enough to get in a bar, so that's well, that's a good thing. <laughs> oh. But um, and so that means he is legal. But um, <laughs> you know. well, I used but, to go to bars, and that wasn't legal back in the day. The, um, well, that's because you were fresh. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you know, I mean, he, he, I, I mean, he's, I don't know. He's, he's nice. I mean, he's, he's just like a cool kid. Like, I mean, you know, I don't know. It's just. This is one of those things. It's like, you know, you, you try to meet. I, I, of course, I want to be dating, and I I want to, like, meet someone. But, like, all, you know, and I don't normally, normally, like, when I go out to bars, I don't necessarily, like, I'm, I'm there to, you know, just hang out with my friends, and if, if I can dance, I'll dance, you know, but I'm not really there to, like, meet people. But lately, I've been meeting people, and the people are just, I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, guys that don't speak English <laughs> would know a guy who claims he's bisexual, even though he's a total bottom. Uh, but now I'm meeting, you know, a 20-year-old kid. Are you attracted to the 20-year-old? He's really cute. He is really cute. He's half um, Chinese and half Jamaican. Oh, that sounds cute. So it's a real interesting mix. Um, and so he is, he is really cute. He has, like, you know, you know his own, like, kind of, you know, style and everything. Um, so, I mean, he's cute, you know, and he seems like a nice guy. Um, or kid. <laughs> <laughs> Young, dumb, and no, full of calm. What happened? Young, dumb, and full of calm. <laughs> exactly. Well, I don't, know if I, I don't know if my old ass can keep up with him. Well... That was great. If, if, if Madonna and Madonna and J Lo can have a little young, you know, boy, I guess you know maybe that's the trend. <laughs> I don't I know. Guess I, I guess I should do the same thing. Well, you know, I it's like this guy that I um I met recently, and I told him because uh, he asked me if I was into younger guys, and I said no, but you know, I if there's one that that you know looks good. I I'm not gonna t- turn you know turn my face away or you know turn my attention to somebody else. 
I mean, for the sex, I think they're they're great. Um, you know, as a fuck bud. Uh, of course, I'm saying this, everyone, as you know, not as somebody who's selfish and is just thinking about my loins, but you know, getting to know them and seeing, you know, if there's any chemistry. Like for me, my chemistry uh, to a young person uh, will go down the drain the second that you know they start to act immature, and um, or they're you know. They're saying certain things that are just off the wall, and I mean, and I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the, the other thing too. I mean, I guess the thing is also is that you know, I mean, there are some, there are some young, you know, younger people, young guys who are just because of life experience, um, their life experiences have have forced them to kind of grow up, so they're a little bit older. And so um, they're a lot more mature and that kind of thing. And so those are those are the kind of guys I would I would be more attracted to because then at least they are you know they they handle responsibility or they've been responsible you know or whatever they've you know been through a lot in a very short period of time and so they've kind of grown you know um, uh, whereas they're not still you know kind of you know naive and just kind of a little wet down years a little bit. But the only thing with someone who's so young, you know, you just, you just, um, you know, my thing is that, like, I, I think that if you're, if you're that young, I, for my thing is that, like, you don't want to be settled. I, I wouldn't want to be settled down with someone that's so young. But, I mean, you should be not looking to, you should, you have your whole life to be, for that to happen, you know? Yeah, totally. So I, would just, I would just, I would just, you know, not think, it wouldn't, to me, I would, I wouldn't, you know, think of him as a, you know, serious boyfriend because I'm like, you're only, you're a kid. Like, you have your whole life ahead of you. For me, to take him seriously to be in a relationship, and I'm at a point where I don't want to just have, you know, a boy toy. <laughs> Although, you know, I'm, you know, I'll take what I can get, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Would you do a younger person just out of pity? Do I? Um, I don't do anyone out of pity. You know, I, if I like, if I, I mean, if I'm attracted to them and I like them, then, you know, there has to be something there for me to be intrigued by them or like I'm curious about them in order for me to be with them. I wouldn't just do it just like, oh, he's, you know, I wouldn't do like pity sex or just be with someone just out of that. I wouldn't be with anybody because of that. Really? You never uh-huh. you never you never gave a pity fuck to anyone? A pity fuck? Pity fuck. Like you Oh you know. pity fuck. <laughs> um uh no. I don't do charity. <laughs> <laughs> well um, I guess since the dawn of time they've been around. <laughs> I'm yeah, sure. Of it. No. I mean if I if I'm gonna lay with someone or if I'm gonna be intimate with someone, it's because I want to I've given pity fucks in the past, and it's like I, I after afterwards I and it's all said and done. I'm like, why the fuck did you do that? Like, I'll kick myself in the in the head. Like, <laughs> you really didn't want to do it, but you did it. Why? 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 <laughs> Yeah, no, because then, but then, yeah, because then the, for me, at the whole the whole time that we're engaging in, like, 
and that's having a moment, you know, I would be thinking, like, why am I doing this? I wouldn't be, I wouldn't feel into it, you know? Like, I would just kind of feel like, I would just, I would just be lying there, you know? Or just kind of, like, going through the motions, as opposed to with someone that I'm attracted to, where there's the passion and it's the, the chemistry. Well, um, before we move on to Tit for Tat, um, I think uh, I should reveal my latest dream to you and our audience. Uh, okay, Mom, with the queen. <laughs> A few days ago, I dreamt of um, Joshua Jackson, but as his character Peter in the series Fringe. And uh, the day, well, I think it was Wednesday night, uh, well, Wednesday morning, actually. This time around, I dreamt of Olivia and a tour. <laughs> okay. You guys had lesbian sex? <laughs> no, there was no sex involved. But she was telling me, it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> and I'm thinking, what do you mean it's okay? <laughs> and I and, and I'm saying to her, like... I feel so bad for you, you know, like Peter is, uh, is, is nowhere inside and he's, he's cause you know, the last episode of Fringe, she, I don't want to ruin it for everyone, but <clears throat> I'm going to ruin it for you now. Spoiler alert. Um, Peter walks away from Olivia and says, uh, you know, I'm going to get Walter to fix you and, but I need to get back to my Olivia. You're not my Olivia. And she was like all heartbroken. And I think that's what I was doing in the dream. Like I was kind of comforting her, but and but she was comforting me, and and she kind of like kissed me and she hugged me, and it felt so real. Girl, you need to get you need to get out more. <laughs> you need a life. So. Well, <laughs> I was kind of. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe I should. Maybe I'll, I'll get to meet them, or maybe we can have them on the podcast. That'll be great if we can have them on the podcast. Yeah. Okay. And I I can like hit on Joshua Jackson like really hard. Okay. <laughs> so um, let's go on to our our show, and let's uh, start with tit for tat. This is our segment when where I and Drew um, bring up a topic for debate or... Drew and I. Drew and I. Thank you, Miss Crabapple. Just try to make you, you know, find, you know, speak proper English for once in your life. <laughs> hey, just because I grew up in a different school than yours doesn't mean that you know everything on English, okay? Because you grew up in New York City like I did, too. And you, you, we both know the education system there is not all the highest that could be. Don't blame the education system. Maybe you were paying attention. Okay. You know, like, cutting class, class to give pity fuck. <laughs> anyway, we have a show to do here. Tip or tat is what we debate on things, and sometimes... The claws come out, as you see, everyone. <laughs> Jeez. Makes me feel like I never did an episode 38 where we talked about why do gay men attack each other so readily. <laughs> so this week we have, uh, for topic, is um, the verdict 
of Duran Vavi's um, court trial um, um, regarding Tyler Clemente's um, death, one, and the other, uh, his spying on Tyler Clemente. And uh, we're bringing these up because um, we wanted to dedicate this episode to Tyler Clemente. Um, as a lot of you who have been following us uh, have known, we, we brought his name up a couple of times last year, and we were really affected by this, as well as um, a lot of other people, including Tyler's uh, family. And, um, and the verdict, um, I think, that was very justly um and fair um re- with regards to the fact that you know he got charged with at least 15 out of i think 24 charges he um he, at first you know my reactions was that you know i can't believe they didn't charge him with murder um and i i was really angry cuz you know I, I think mostly because of the fact that a lot of people get away with uh, murdering gay uh, homosexuals in in, this, in the United States, and um, <clears throat> or you know we're just not well represented or defended uh, most of the times uh, in court. So, and then I started just you know trying to like be fair in my right mind, and as I was listening to the news, and I, I kept on watching the video uh, video feeds of. Um, the rec- the recording of the case of the verdict actually um, uh, from people like CNN and Unicorn Booty and Towel Loader and um, and Huffington Post and I I started to think that you know one the motherfucker did not even shed a tear during the court case two you know I started thinking you know he is just a kid and what he did was actually, you know, very Porky's-like, you know, very foolish, very, you know, teenager who has not grown into his status of young adulthood. Um, and three, I started thinking, you know, this guy is going to get almost 10 years to life, and he's going to get deported to India. And only get five to ten. He can only get five to ten, but I, I, you know, I really don't understand because a lot of the news that I've been following, CNN and Channel Seven and Unicorn Booty and Towel Loader, they're all saying that he's getting ten, about ten, not about ten. I, I keep hearing ten. Only once did I hear he's going to get five to ten years. So what did you hear? I heard that he can get. Um, he can get anywhere between five to ten years. Okay. After a, a friend of mine said, you know, th- this kid, you know, he did what he did was wrong, and I want to include um, uh, the Chi- Well, I don't even know if she's Chinese, but Mei Wu, that the Asian girl, uh, in this because even though she, she te- you know, she got away practically, you know, uh, without any charges on this because she agreed to testify. That Ravi, you know, was was guilty on all these counts. Um, she also, you know, I, I didn't see any remorse from her, you know, and it and she, and she's also this, one of these young people who was part of this, this really, you know, 
forget about like intrusive, forget about, you know, that, that this was, you know, an invasion of privacy. You know, it, it was, I, I consider it an attack still, you know, there was this attack because Robbie not only started spreading around that Tyler was gay before he even met him, he, on repeated accounts, had tweeted about him and about his sexuality. And and was it that he also filmed him the first time that this, you know, strange older man came to his room and then filmed him again the second time? And not even filmed him, he streamed him. He, he, put, he put him on live web streaming. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and what I don't understand is that, you know, why didn't he just, if he was uncomfortable with, I mean, they were trying to make it seem like he was, you know, uncomfortable with um, the guy who was there, or he didn't have a. But he was saying that he didn't have a problem with him being gay, or you know, whatever. Um, they didn't. I don't. I mean, I don't know. They didn't make it seem like. I mean, I don't know if Tyler had other guys come into the room prior to this one, um, but he was trying to make it. They were trying. His defense was saying that, you know, they felt like, you know, this guy was, whoever this this older man was, um, he felt like he wasn't, you know, he, he felt like his stuff was going to get stolen or whatever. But, you know, if that was the case, you know, why would you not report it to your RA or report it to, um, you know, some someone in the school and say, like, listen, you know, he has, you know, whatever. Yeah, I don't care what he said, but he didn't need to record and do what he did. Like, I thought that was kind of like a really, just, they were just grasping for straws there. I think had it let us put this very well, uh, Steve, because he went on YouTube on his channel as Steve to talk about this. I don't know if you saw the the post that he put up. Yeah. But um, he went to say that, you know, two young lives are being, uh, are, are lost in this all. And one is Tyler Clemente and the other one's Robbie. Um, Robbie's going to jail and um, you know he went on to saying that he was he was showering all the sympathy as of as some of my other friends were also who were trying to point to me that we should pray for Robbie um, Robbie didn't know any better and Robbie uh, is it screams you know repressed homosexual or a person with homosexual tendencies why would he go to such great lengths to stream Tyler Clemente having sex and tape it and invite all his friends to see it. Um, yeah. You know, that, you know, that if, if anything, you know, Robbie should have a shitload of community service instead. And, and, um, and, and he needs, you know, to learn, you know, what he did was wrong and to learn what, you know, what it feels or, or what actually what Tyler Clemente was feeling on a day-to-day basis, you know, just living as a homosexual, a out homosexual. So I agreed with that, and that made me look at this, at this whole entire situation and this trial differently. You know, there are a couple other points that I could argue, like you know, Robbie never, uh, or Robbie's family never apologized to Clementi's, um, to the Clementi family, and um, and Robbie, you know, to begin with, you know, he could have got out of the trial by uh, taking community service, and he said no, or at least... But I, I don't think that he should have gotten community service, but I think that he should go to jail because of the fact that it's not... It's one thing for him to 
it's one thing for him to, to do the streaming and to do that. But he also did things like delete messages and take things down. Like he tried to cover his ass once shit hit the fan. And once he thought that he was going to get into life, once everything happened, he, he basically purchased himself and he lied. And he did all of this stuff to kind of backtrack because he knew what he did was wrong. So I think then it becomes, you know, now you're trying to cover it up and now you're trying to, like, do all these things to and send all these emails out and delete messages and build it up. Now it's not just about the streaming. And that led to this, you know, to this, you know, Tyler, you know, taking his life. And now it becomes him trying to, you know, do all this other stuff to cover his ass. And so now it's like, you know, you need to, you know, you need to, you need to pay, unfortunately. And I don't think, you know, I think community service is not, is not, there's no way that he is going to, you know, putting some few hours at, you know, some morgue or cleaning toilet somewhere is not going to, um, doesn't equate for this, you know, this isn't, I don't know how you can, like, we, we don't have this, this pilot is no longer with us. Um, so I don't, I don't think that would, I don't think that would be a fair, um, you know, a fair decision for him to get that community service. To me, that would just be a slap on the wrist. Yeah, it seems like it would be a slap in the wrist, but, you know, if you gave him... But the tweets that he did, that he put out, obviously shows that, you know, he, he did have some type of... He wasn't doing it as a prank. He wasn't just doing it as, like, whatever. He was seeing what he was doing. And so, and even though he's saying that he didn't have, if he didn't care about him being gay, then why are you trying to do all these things? Why are you trying to cover your ass and all that stuff? So, and there are things that he put out there that was very negative and very homophobic. So, yes, he might, you know, have, you know, latent homosexual tendencies or something like that, or just kind of dormant, maybe, I don't know. Um, but, you know, he, he was... He wasn't necessarily, you know, he's not marching in any gay pride parade, you know, as a supporter or as an ally. Like, he, he was doing something that was hurtful, um, and he tried to cover it up. That's why I think that he's, um, I think the judgment was, was fair. And so he, you know, hopefully, I mean, I, they said that they, I don't know why they're not giving this such a thing until May. That just been kind of a long time. Um but, you know, hopefully he'll get, you know, he'll get, he'll get his time. Because you don't, don't, and not only does he, you know, can do the streaming, but then he, you know, it's one thing if he, if it was a joke between him and, the, you know, the, the girl, if it was just something in between them, but then he's bringing other people into it, then it becomes more of like, they were really setting out to humiliate him and just really, you know, um, to, make a fool of him, and I think that that's where it becomes a difference of just being kind of like a, 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 a little prank, you know, among two friends that went bad. You know, now it kind of got out of hand when, you know, you're involving all these other people and sending out tweets and, you know, and putting it out there. Then it becomes a bigger, a bigger issue. I found it very surprising that uh, Rutgers didn't listen to Rob, uh, to Tyler Clemente when he first asked to be um, have his roommate changed or at least change you know roommates that he was having problems with Robbie 
and they never did anything about it. Um, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I, 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 I that part of the engineer, and I didn't that that part of it. But I mean, it's also very, it's, it's very uncomfortable. I mean, I, I remember in my first year of college, you know, I had a, um, you know, my roommate was this Muslim, you know, not, but he was kind of like, he was American, but he was like this black Muslim, you know, kid, and he was just like, you know, you feel, but it was, I felt very uncomfortable in my room. And I, you know, it was either going to, be, it took some time for me to be able to um, to, to switch rooms, but he actually was able to, to leave first. He was actually able to what? He actually left first. Oh, he left. Um, but it was clear that we were not that we were not Compelling. going to <laughs> <laughs> like we were just not a match made in heaven. <laughs> you know, we were we were really an odd couple and. He, it was just really uncomfortable and it was very tense. And I, you know, I, it's, it's, you know, it's really hard to like, you know, be in a room with someone and that you just feel like uncomfortable, you know. So overall, do you think that this was a fair trial? Overall, I feel it was fair. I think that he, you know, I think that he, unfortunately his life is, um, you know, it's it's forever changed by this. But I think that you know. When you when you are purposely going out to hurt someone or to humiliate someone, I think that you should be punished for that. And you know, of course, he had no idea. With no, I no, I he had no idea that you know Tyler was going to um, take his life. I mean, he could have not have been able to foresee that. But I mean, what did he think was going to happen? Like he obviously was setting out to. Yeah, I mean that, that that's the thing that gets to me that you know you do something like this, and obviously there's consequences, and you don't think about the consequences. How fucking stupid are you? Yeah, I, that's why I think that he deserves he deserves to. That's why I think that he should be, you know, he he deserves to go to jail, and and so you, you know you, and, and not. And not, to, and not to, you know, I hope he doesn't, you know, whatever, but I think that he needs to, he needs to, you know, he, he was saying that, you know, he felt uncomfortable, you know, about, you know, some old man, blah, 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 but like, you know, now you're going to really feel uncomfortable when you're filming. It is, you know, some big old guy and, you know, <laughs> then you'll see how uncomfortable you, you know, then you're, then you're really seeing then you'll really feel uncomfortable when you're in a jail cell with some, you know, big old guy who, who wants, you know, to tap that ass. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, it's just unfortunate. Like, what did he think was going to happen? Like, I don't think, you know, there, there was no good that was going to come from it. What, do, you, do you think he's even going to change? Like, you know, if he does go to prison, like, he's going to repent in some way or learn from this lesson? Like, I feel... That if he does go to jail, I I kind of, I'm kind of like siding with head of lettuce that, you know, he probably's not gonna learn anything. He's gonna even you know grow more hatred, and especially if he gets beat up in in jail, you know, and and gets deported to India. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, I don't, I I mean, I don't know if he has, you know, I mean, who's to say if he if he feels remorse or if he feels, um, you know, I I mean, I don't know, um. 
But obviously, I don't I don't think that he is going to change. When to me, it's one thing to to have he could have did other things, or if it was like you know a prank that time, or also this is something that was just um, I know I, I, I can't even I, I can't even anything I tried to you know wrap my head or try to rationalize is just wrong on all accounts. Like I don't think that he he knew what he was doing, and he was that out to, you know, really hurt, you know, hurt him and to make a fool of him. So I don't I don't think that that's someone who necessarily is like, oh, now I, I have remorse for what I did. You know, so obviously, if you felt this, you know that if you're going to do this, you know what, this, what type of damage this is going to cause, for, you know, for someone. And if Tyler was still in school, everyone would have known his business. Everyone, you know, it's one thing to, like, even, yeah, of course, I'm gay, but I don't want everyone, you know, it's one thing I wouldn't want, you know, it to be, like, my escapade, you know, put on, on, um, you know, on TV, you know. I know, it's like, you know, you you do something like that and then gets out and you, you're not even scared or that, you know, the person's going to, like, slap a lawsuit on you, maybe, or, like, what the fuck would... Like, I still think about that. Like, what the hell was he fucking thinking? Yeah, and I, and I don't think he... I don't... I mean, I, I, I guess he, he, you know, wasn't thinking. Or he thought that, like... I think, you know, the thing is, too, is that I think that what happens is that I think that, you know, people who bully or people who, you know, um, who do these things, they, they think that the person is, is, is going to talk out, that they're not going to stand up for themselves and that they feel like, oh, you know, he's not going to do anything. You know, like they they feel like he's, you know, he's, you know, whatever, he's not going to stand up to me. He's not, whatever. So he feels that he has, you know, the balls to be able to do this. And so I think, right. you know, in his mind, he felt like, oh, what is he going to do? He, he's not going to do anything to me. He's not going to confront me. He's going to just win, you know, he's a wimp. He's, you know, He's a sissy. He's a sis. And so he doesn't even feel, you know, and this is unfortunate, a lot of straight men don't feel threatened by gay men, you know? And so, you know, or they feel that gay men are just weak, you know? And so or they think that we're just going to run and hide and we're not going to stand up for ourselves. But there are a lot of gay men that are going to stand up for themselves and they're not going to take, you know? Um, I wish that Tyler would have, um, you know, I mean, I don't, I wish that Tyler you know, was is just strong enough to be able to fight him. So I think that would have been a bigger justice to be able to, like, you know, to either way his, his life would have been ruined. Because even if Tyler was still alive and he took him or took him to court or did whatever, this kid would have still gone to jail. Yeah. Either way. Or he, something bad would have happened to him. Or he had, you know, expelled from school or whatever. Like, something would have you know, something would have happened. Like, his life would have been affected either way, but I wish that Tyler would have, you know, had the strength to be able to, to be here and to um, to be able to stand up for himself and to not be able to um, let someone to, you know, try to humiliate. Well, not try, he did humiliate him like that, you know. But, I mean, none of us are in that you know, we don't know how we will react in that situation, you know. Um, and, you know, we don't really know what was, you know, going on in his mind. And um, But, you know, unfortunately, you know, a life has been lost. 
yeah, life has been lost, and it, it, I, you know, I, I really feel bad. I, you know, there. I'm gonna. We're gonna link um, the CNN coverage, um, as well as some other related links that I, I came across on our show notes uh, regarding Tyler Clemente's uh, death and also this court trial with uh, Ravi. Um, in the the stuff that CNN had gathered, they have a couple of um, interview-like things with uh, the family of Tyler Clemente, and um, they, Tyler Clemente only had one other sibling, and it was an older brother who is also gay, and um, and it was just really heart-wrenching, at least for me, to, to watch. Um, I, I mean, it, it's just... It's, pretty sad like i i wanted to reach out and maybe even get tyler clemente's brother on the show and maybe talk to him about this but i i know for myself coming from a background where i had a brother younger brother who passed away i i i would not want to even see any more cameras after you know a court case like that and after all that they've been through and um My heart goes out to the family, and um, and you know you may not agree with this, but my heart also goes out to Robbie's family. Um, I think. Oh yeah, I mean definitely. I mean I, I think that it, it is a it affects so many people, you know, and unfortunately, um, you know it's it's of course. I mean you, I mean of course you know you know to have your child be sent away, but you know it's. You have to, I mean, you just can't, you just cannot think people, you know, and not think that there's not going to be any possible. Hopefully, you know, this this brings about a, a greater awareness all over the world, um, across other cultures, because I think a lot of indigenous cultures that have been westernized start to disregard a lot of subcultures, and, um, like ours, and, um, not right. So, um, we're going to move on. We're going for a break and we'll be right back. I let it fall.
up in that. That was something about the fire. Adele versus Daft Punk, the Carlos Solano remix. So we are now going into our next topic, um, our next segment, uh, which is main drag. And this is where we have, we throw a topic in, in the ring, and Henry and I give our own perspectives or our own point of view on the topic. And this week's topic is gay characters in the world of cartoons and comic books. So, um, you know, there has been a lot of, you know, talk lately and of gay characters and the cartoon and comic book universe. Um, and so Bugs uh, Bunny has, you know, who was a pioneer when he used to do his drag. Uh, who, who could have been a contestant, I guess, on Fall of Drag Race? Uh, <laughs> I sure could have. Um, but yeah, now we actually have um, gay characters who are gay and not just a bunny rabbit dressed in drag every now and then. So, um, so Henry, do you have any... Well, we had our first um, the Archie um, comic book character, Kevin Keller, who came out. And then he got married. I was like, "What else can I ask?" Like he didn't just come out. And then I was like, kind of, I, "I, I was like, you know, I was happy for him. You know, I was happy that they had a gay character. But then I was like, he's married. And then I'm like, kind of depressed. I'm like, this this came out like two months ago, and you're already getting married. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got married, and he got married to a black man. On top of it all, you know. Oh, he likes to swirl. Well, and also, he's, like, in the military. Uh, not the black man, but Kevin. <laughs> Kevin isn't, like, he wants the military? Yeah, he, uh, he, he he's in the military. He um, got married to this black man. I mean, I haven't been following the cartoon strips, um, the comics, but... Yeah, I haven't been following it. I mean, I, I did the, the post. On our blog, and we talked about it there, but not. I haven't been following it, like following the series, but uh, I didn't know he went to the army. Yeah, and um, Tower Loader had actually did a article uh, back in February, at the end of February, uh, about uh, Archie Comics CEO who um, said that uh, the gay, this gay character will live a long life free of hate and narrow-minded people as he was quoted by a uh, towel loader. And, um, and then, uh, you know, the, it shows, you know, a, a clip from one of the uh, boards from these storyboard on, on uh, the comic comics. And um, it's hand in hand after the wedding, I guess they, they gave the, each other's vows and you see the black man waving to his uh, family or on one side and Archie's, I mean, well, Kit, <clears throat> Uh, Archie's on the other side, and um, Kevin is waving at him and his girlfriend, I think. Or did Archie ever marry? Is, is that Veronica that he's with? I don't know. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's a really funny and candid you know, little shot of their marriage. And, and Kevin is, is in full uniform. He's in full what? Uniform. Military oh, uniform. uniform. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. Looks like the army. Wow. 
<laughs> and it looks like there's other people from the army in the at the wedding also cheering them on. <laughs> okay. Did he meet the, Did he meet his husband in the army? I I don't think so because his his husband is not in uniform. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I wouldn't um, have met. I wouldn't have been met on you know um grinder or Craigslist <laughs> 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 or Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, you know who who else we should be speculating is um. Uh, the characters uh, in the comic, the Marvel comic book series, uh, Young Avengers, um, and this is, a, I think, this is the biggest deal since North Star, when North Star came out as being gay and Alpha Flight back in, I think it was late '80s or early '90s. Um, I think it was early '90s, and um, it's like '90, 1990 or. 1989 and here we have uh unicorn booty who did like a whole you know post on young avengers uh which are really like sidekicks of the um older avengers um and they're they supposedly were throughout the first since the first book um they're into like issue number nine now um they were being you know kind of like they were alluding to the fact that they were gay, but it wasn't really known until they had this kiss. Um, and then they were interrupted by what looks like, I think it's maybe Shadow Cat or Black Widow, um, interrupted them from having their kiss because <laughs> they, they were being called to some important mission. <laughs> so um, I think this is pretty, I mean, for Marvel, who started denying back in the 90s that, X-Men had n- was no way in any shape or form created um, in response to uh, the gay community um, uh, or people in the gay community. And even though back in the 90s when a lot of gay activism was taking place in New York, in New York, in New York City, um, and other places in the United States, it became more prevalent at least for me, who was a collector of the Uncanny X-Men, um, that they were making these characters like Angel <laughs> and Iceman look very gay. And, and they were like, you know, their tights were a little more tighter and their mannerism were, was very relaxed. And I don't know, it just screamed gay to me and made me want to have a few masturbation fantasies. There are a couple of them. <laughs> So get this, get this. The um, uh, the code names for these guys uh, in Young Avengers. Did you read the article by any chance? No, I did not. Okay. Yeah, they code names Power Bottom and <laughs> <laughs> Close. Power Bottom and Power Bottom and Bareback. <laughs> Power Bottom and Bareback. No, silly. That wouldn't be that wouldn't be PR like, but um, it was you're you're kind of close. Um, one is named Wiccan, and the other one, in the beginning when he was introduced, he was named uh, Asgardian, but because of PR reasons and you know things that they didn't they didn't foresee in the beginning, um, they changed his name um, because Asgardian was too close to Asgardian. <laughs> 
So they changed his name um, to... What was it? Oh, they changed his name to Wiccan. Okay, so it's clean. All right, so I don't know the the other guy's name, but I, I'm assuming the blonde one is the one who they named as Guardian. So um, it's you know I'm going to link this also to the show notes, and it's really hot, like their little kiss, and I think it's so really funny um, how Marvel has embraced this, you know. You know, and that's the thing, like, you know, things like events, like um, Tyler Clemente's, you know, that, that court case with Ravi and Tyler Clemente's um, retribution in it, um, seeking justice there, being spotlighted in other events like gay marriages. And when this becomes more and more prevalent and people start seeing that, you know, we're not going to be quiet about this or about, you know, here we are, 2012, about living and you know, living right, people start acknowledging us, you know, people start including us into things like comic books and even cartoons. <laughs> there's um there's a CGI out there, um, which I'm gonna also link uh to the show notes of um it's a game and I think it's Scrim or I think it's I think it might be Scrim which is like the latest like PlayStation CGI um hottest thing out there that people are playing. Um there's like a gay uh storyline and people tape it and put it up on YouTube uh, just for the heck of it and the guys are hot and they don't show them like really like getting it on like you know intercourse but they show them like half naked, semi naked and talking about like their love affairs and it's really interesting. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Um, it's that we're, you know, taking all forms of, you know, and all forms of media. Have you ever heard of Class Comics? Class? Class Comics? No. Class Comics is like, I, I don't know if there's more than one artist that, that draws for them, but um, I think it started with just one artist, and, um, and they've been around for like, I think almost two decades now, like since the web has been around, but they've really come on strong since you know the turn of the century, and um, they have a uh, a website where like you can buy their comic books uh, for your tablet or iDevices, or I think they even sell them in print versions. But they're erotic comic book characters, um, uh, comics I should say, erotic comic books um, that you know have like anywhere from super uh, superhumans to aliens having sex with each other with humans and half humanoids, demigods. There's all different types of titles that range from um, superheroes to private detectives to uh, just regular old you know porn fiction, um, and it's it's pretty hot. Like it's a little exaggerated. Like people's penises are like. 10 times bigger than what they normally are. But of course, you know, we're talking about comics and, um, it's like the, I don't know if it's like the latest craze out there, but from the looks of it, um, it's, it seems like, you know, well, at least on my Tumblr load, uh, uh, Tumblr feed, um, I see a lot lately more than ever, like a lot of gay illustrations. Well, I mean, it's also good. It's I mean, the good thing is, is that, I mean, it's, 
of course, um, you know, there is a lot of like homoerotic like cartoons and you know that kind of stuff that's out there. But it's also good when when someone when it becomes when we are characters in the mainstream um, comic books, because then it just kind of makes it seem like if that's the way it should be, you know, as opposed to, you know, if we kind of having our own kind of side comics. Um, so it's kind of nice to see us kind of mixed in with, like, regular comic books that are, that have been around, that have all this history, and then just now they've introducing these guys yeah and you know it's I, it's it's actually you know something that people like straight artists don't think about of course because they're straight and if we're not doing it for ourselves nobody else is going to be doing it <laughs> no pun intended yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean no I mean no it's definitely great that you know we we have our own kind of thing there's also great when we also become, you know, because when everything is so separated, then it just becomes, you know, then it's just kind of, it doesn't get the same, um, the people who should be reading it don't, are not mainly get their hands on it because it's, it's a gay comic, you know? Well, it's, when it's a gay character and a, and a pardemic, <laughs> pardemic, why can I, I can't even talk. Predominantly. <laughs> predominantly um, straight, you know, team or comic book, then it kind of makes it seem like, oh, well, these straight characters can have friends, you know? Well, the other thing... Or, you know, it kind of makes it seem like it's normal, as, as, you know, or, I mean, a normal being, you know, relative. Well, I think the the other flip side to it, at least for me, myself, like, on Tumblr, um, on my Tumblr, when the people I'm following, which some of them are artists, uh, these homo, you know, erotic artists, they, illustrators, I should say, they, um, when I see, you know, their representations of certain, like, like, uh, mainstream comic book characters, like X-Men, like, you know, I've seen pictures of Wolverine and Gambit getting it on, um, with big, huge, massive hard-ons. Um, uh, yeah, I've seen that too. That was funny. Well, like, you know, also Thundercats, like the newer Thundercats and the older Thundercats, you know, Lino and Tigra getting it on and Tigra and Panther getting it on. And, and it's like, I think about it and I'm like, I, I kind of like start, it creeps me out at first because it's like, oh my God, you know, you're making my childhood heroes like have sex with each other or like He-Man and Lino getting it on, like, <laughs> or Matt. Men at Arms and He-Man, like, you know, there was a point that I really was salivating after He-Man and Men at Arms, and I could have, like, really, you know, thought thought of, of them as, have, you know, being in a, as a couple growing up. But it made, you know, when I saw how I reacted to those images at first, that's when I really started, and I'm, like, 38 now, I, I started to see how much I belong to this other world. That's really not mine. It's it's a shocker, at least to me. I mean, did you feel like that when you saw those images of the Thundercats having sex with each other? <laughs> uh, not really. I mean, I think it's you know, I, I find it funny. I didn't find like, oh no, it's just you know, it's, it's you know, it's funny. 
<laughs> I, I don't, you know, I, I, yeah, I guess I don't have the same. I mean, I of course I grew up on that, but I don't have that like, oh, like don't, don't make my innocent characters, you know, homo. Well, how about like you know this? I found this article on Homerazzi, uh by Patrick, who um, he uh, did his whole article on how this one artist, uh, David Kawena, um I don't know if you've seen this article yet, but he made all these Disney male heroes into gay homo, you know, homoerotic fantasies, and um, it, it's pretty hot. And I, I would have never I thought of these men, except for maybe Aladdin, um, in some gay type of setting. <laughs> and, like, you know, I, it's, I mean, growing up, I always wished Angel was gay in The Uncanny X-Men. I had the hots for him for a while until they turned into the Archangel Death. Do you remember that? Yeah. In all his charm and all his beauty, like, was... Just went away. Did you ever have any? Did you ha- ever have any characters from your comic books or cartoons that you ever had fantasies or always or looked at as being gay? Um, not really. I don't think I had like. I don't think I had like fantasies about them. Um, because I, because yeah, I I don't think I ever took it to that level. Like you know, I loved Wolverine. You know, I thought he was just a badass. You know, um, oh, yeah. I didn't like dream about him. You know, I didn't like have, you know, I didn't say scratch you with your claws over it. You know, like I didn't have those kind of things. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know who used to get, I, I used to watch uh, Spider Man and his amazing friends. I don't know if you did, uh, with Firestarter and Iceman. And they were like shacking up in the same house. For, do you remember that on Channel 4? Yeah. <laughs> remember, um, Flash, the guy. Well, Flash, uh, not Flash Gordon or Flash from DC Universe, but Flash, um, he was like the guy who's in love with, uh, I believe her name was Jessica, uh, Firestorm's real name. Flash Thompson. And um, Bobby Drake didn't like him. Anyway, um, he was a jerk, but I, I had the hots for him. Like, I was so attracted to him. And Bobby Drake also. And and sometimes when Firestar used to like to show up, she just would kill it for me. <laughs> the whole fantasy was like shattered. Yeah, you were a slut even when you were like two. <laughs> well, hello. I I was the one who convinced you that I had got my mom to make pajamas for Captain Kirk and Spock. Yeah, you, so I, you were, you were hot them. in the ass. You were hot in the ass even then. No, no, I think I was. Just, I think I was just a kid. Like I was just, you know, just naive and still kind of, you know, my version of years. You know, I wasn't really thinking about them getting getting it on. Oh, so innocent. So I think that's wrap up. Yeah, you can
welcome back. That was Pretty Ring. Oh, wait, Pure Purity Ring. Now I'm the one who's having problems pronouncing the song track. You got models in your mouth, bro. <laughs> I wish I had some nice juicy balls in my mouth. <laughs> that tra- <laughs> that track was Purity Ring by um, uh, Lost. Lost tr- lo- lofty cries. <laughs> you, see, you see what happens when you try to make fun of people. That's what happens. God, oh my God! Ah! I didn't mean it. I didn't mean to <laughs> to make fun of you. The last two or three see, podcasts. That's, that's it. I was only to you, darling, but it's fun. <laughs> Now we have um, our final segment, uh, which is called, and our newest segment, it's called WTF, What the Fuck? <laughs> this is where we put the spotlight on crazy shit <laughs> that's going on in the gay community. Um, and this week, um, I'm putting on the table, if some of you guys haven't heard or haven't seen it, because you've been in some distant corner of the universe called Earth. Um, there was a video that was put out uh, about four or five days ago um, by an organization called Invisible Children. Uh, the creator, um, who is, well, the director and producer, um, Jason Russell, um, did a really good job at uh, bringing to our attention through YouTube I a thirty you know he put together a thirty minute um, documentary presentation of um, what Ugandan families are facing today and have faced in the past um, in Uganda under a um, a, a nasty uh, rebellion being led by a man called Joseph Kony. And it's this movement that uh, Jason Russell and the Invisible Children and a couple of other people um, had uh, set out to bring to everyone's attention, not only the United States, but the world, about what Joseph Kony is doing down in Uganda um, and how it needed to be stopped. Uh, you know, Joseph Kony... Uh, is a man who I don't know very much about, except for what I've been told through this video and through the reading I've been doing uh, since this um, video has gone viral. And uh, Drew also is aware of this. And um, uh, Drew, did you watch the YouTube video by any chance? I I did. I posted it on my uh, Facebook as well. When, when, I mean, it was, it was going around on Facebook. Everyone was talking about it, and I saw the video and also, like, posted it on my wall. Yeah, I did, too. And I was, you know, I was really moved by it, uh, especially when, when the kid starts crying about how his, you know, children and his siblings were being taken by this man and, and forced into his uh, rebellion army to become soldiers of war. Um, against the Ugandan um, government and other people in the Central of Africa, <clears throat> Central Republic of Africa, and um, Joseph, you know, he's not 
only or has in the past um, not taken only children away from families. Uh, he's also as a sign of you know of people who didn't bow down to him or, or, or listen to him or adhere to his demands. He would cut off, well, he'd disfigure a lot of these Ugandan children and, and send them back to their families um, disfigured. You know, their noses being cut off or their lips or some type of limb. And, um, you know, it was, it was a very well done video. Um, and it was put out there. And it was put out there to make everyone know that Joseph Coney is like on the top, top number one well, top 20 list of um, felons around the world that still haven't been captured. So um, we're putting this, not so much Coney on on this topic, on, on the, on, you know, we're not putting him, we're not spotlighting him, but what we are spotlighting is two things. Um, one, I, I would like to talk about a little more um, about the fact that this organization that's doing all this great stuff um, and is putting together this movement to stop him, um, supposedly uh, one um, has been has, has actually created you know this video to become viral, and two, you know that they, they started this campaign like maybe ten years ago, which they don't lie about, but. What they don't tell the public is that, you know, they're Christian-based and um, that they, they have these ideals, these Christian ideals, uh, which are the same ideals that, um, and they're kind of like, you know, pseudo-scientific in theory, um, that help and have helped to teach Ugandans today to see homosexuality as evil and has caused them and even the government to kill homosexuals and to make a law to make it not only, not just a sin but um, a crime so since you know then you know our government has in, interfered and in a way that you know not like you know, they went there to with arms, but as a demonstration um, of our concern, Obama has you know reached toward, sent a letter, and actually have had talks with them regarding this issue, and they kind of put the pause on on that law, but they haven't really done anything yet. It, it's still on their table to whether or not to pass it, and um, and it just sent all these chills up my spine when I heard that. You know, a couple of days after the fact that the video went viral, it, it was all over the news, it was on CNN, Jason Russell and his you know, other co-workers were also interviewed and they put up a rebuttaling um, a video to address some of the concerns that people were having and one of the major concerns besides the fact that you know, this is Christian funded and that they have these ideals, and that, and they, and the fact that you know they don't mention is that they they had you know camps already in Uganda, um, targeting you know certain certain communities to actually preach you know these things and and get them part of their movement in this 
you know, against Coney and, um, you know, again, the, the plight to demonize homosexuality and homosexuals. Coney hasn't been in Uganda for the last six or nine years. And that a lot of, you know, this campaigning that they're doing is just really to um, bring our attention to the fact that there is oil um, prospects in Uganda, that they're full of, you know, these rich resources. You know, never mind those things. I mean, I think they're, you know, they're, they're well represented, those issues, but what has been misrepresented, and I'm still in disbelief, that their primary funders, these Christian groups, are the same ones who are spreading the quote-unquote good word down there. And, by, you know, by the way, before we really open this up for discussion, um, Jason Russell, when you see and hear him, my gaydar goes off. Ding, 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 ding. And a lot of my friends who are gay, their gaydars go off also. They thought he was gay, but supposedly he's married to this woman and he's looking forward to having nine children with her. Nine. Um, hmm. Talk about repressed homosexuality and bullying. What are your, what, what's your take on this? Did you hear a lot of these facts that I brought up after that video went viral? Drew? Um, I haven't. I haven't really. I mean, the only thing that I heard, you know, regarding regarding them was uh, was that you know he he was recently you know arrested for um, being drunk and um, masturbating in public. Um, so and then they tried. To he he mean being Jason Russell. Jason Russell, yes. Um, and then they tried to put it um, a spin on. Um, that he was, you know, tired and just um, exhausted and all of these things. And I'm like, mm, yeah, if you're tired, I, if I'm tired and exhausted, I don't run the streets in my underwear, like, jerking off, you know, like something. And drunk. And drunk, you know. And even if I'm drunk, I'm not running the street with my underwear, you know. Um, <laughs> at least I don't think I have. <laughs> Um, but, you know, I mean, and then, you know, you, it's just, it's really funny how, you know, when these things happen, um, you know, they try to put this, you know, this, this PR spin on it. That's total bullshit. Um, but that was, I mean, that was the only thing that, um, that I heard. But, you know, I think, you know, I think it is unfortunate. I mean, I think it's, you know, if everything is, you know, um, if this is true, it's really unfortunate. Um, but it's the, I mean, it's, it's kind of like a catch-22 because then it's like, you know, even though they are funded and this is this kind of, I didn't really hear about them or hear anything about um, the work that they do until, you know, they started going viral and, and you know, everyone on Facebook was talking about it um, and then hearing, um, you know, seeing the video and, and learning about um, Coney it's just kind of just taking away from the fact that this guy is, you know, regardless of where they're getting their money from and, and what they're really about, this guy does need to be stopped. And so I hope that that doesn't, because I hope that, you know, they, all of these things do get watched to the light, but then I hope that everything could be, you know, tackled all at the same time. That people are aware of, 
of this. Also, and I hope that people, you know, he, you know, all of this, this stuff is going on. So it's not like they're making it up. No, they're not. They're not making it up. Um, but it's so, like it's like nine years after the fact that, or six years after the fact that, Kony has never even touched Ugandan soil. And then they claim that they didn't know where he was, but yet there's this interview floating around there uh, out in the web of news people actually having a sit down and political leaders of Uganda having a sit down with Kony. Like, what the fuck? Well, I mean, I, I don't, I mean, I think that there is, I think, you know, there's stuff going on in Uganda that's all kinds of corrupt and all kinds of shady anyway. Um, so that wouldn't surprise me. Um, I also think that, you know, from what um, I do hear, you know, um, well, he was, you know, um, Jason Russell was doing all these talk shows and someone asked him, well, why don't they just go in and, and get him if it's like it could be so easy? Um, uh, and they were saying that the reason why they don't is because, you know, he still has kids as his protecting him. And so you don't want to shoot kids. And it's, you know, oh, right, right. Um, so, which makes it, uh, which you need to be a little more strategic on how you capture him, um, which which makes a lot of sense. Um, so, sure. but if, if they can, if they can get Osama bin Laden, um, I, I do think that there's a way there'll be it there, you know, but I mean, again, you know, that they, you know, there were shots fired and stuff like that. So, you know, of course, they don't want to kill. They don't want to kill these kids. You know, it, it is unfortunate. Um, you know, of course, I don't want to support a, an organization that is also they're trying to do one thing that it seems that they're trying to do good, and then, but yet they're doing a lot of evil. You know, Uganda has have been, you know, having all these like anti-gay legislation. So of course I don't, I don't want to support that. So it you know it, it does make me feel kind of like oh well damn like how much does it feel? <laughs> um, but you know and also it's like you know not to not to say you know someone doesn't I mean there must be something else with this guy like you know because you don't you don't get to have that type of an episode where you're drunk and you're roaming the streets in your underwear, you uh-huh. know, like masturbating, like there's <laughs> something wrong there. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? Like this. So that's also another thing. Like, and it's something to be drunk and you have the wild nights and you kind of have that kind of thing. Uh-huh. Um, I totally get that, but like, you, you know, that to, to be that type of drunk and that type of out of control, I, I, I can't, I, I would question his credibility. Yeah, it takes away the, the spotlight from Coney and puts it on him. True. I think that people should be aware of it is kind of a, you know, what the fuck moment um, because, you know, if it's true that they are these kind of radical Christian groups that are, you know, doing that, um, I think that that should be put to the light. I don't think, I don't think that someone like George Clooney or Anthony Jolie or even Brad Pitt, who does a lot of great, like, humanitarian work um, with support. I don't know how known that is because I, from as much as I know, George Clooney and even Angelina and Brad Pitt are very, um, you know, um, 
gay-friendly and, gay, and, and support gays. And George Clooney, you know, recently said um, that he's not going to um, shut... He's not going to... Um, he's not going to ever... He's not going to ever um, deny rumors or that he's gay because he doesn't want it to seem that being gay is wrong. I know. When, when he said that, I, I, I totally creamed in my pants. Um, see, you need to get out, girl. Um, <laughs> you know, nobody knew of Invisible Children or knew of Coney, you know, a few weeks ago. And so since this movement is now kind of, you know, swept the web and all celebrities are getting involved and everything is happening, of course, you know, it then puts them, you know, in, under scrutiny and now all the stuff is kind of coming out. So, um, but I don't think that, you know, these, I don't think any of them would support the, this organization if they know for a fact that they're part of, you know, all this like anti-gay rhetoric stuff in, in Uganda. Well, I, I really hope you're right. I mean, I don't necessarily think like that. And I mean, I want to think like that, but I've learned over the years to really question a lot of things that I put my faith into. And and I actually investigate and research, and I try to teach that to my family, to my nieces uh, and nephew, and um, and other children in my family. I think you know the other thing too is that you know, and you know, we worked for not for profits before. Sometimes, you know, when you are well for not for profits, you don't, you are, you don't necessarily. I mean, we don't, we don't know that. I don't know the situation in terms of the funding situation because I haven't done. Read anything about it, um, but I mean, when you get money from these organizations or from or you're seeking money to kind of stay afloat, you don't really know. I mean, you're just an organization. I mean, we don't know how innocent they are, or, or we don't know. I don't really know the whole like, um, you know, just because Christian groups have given them money, we don't really know. No, it's not. It's not only that the Christian groups, these Christian groups, have you know funded a good portion of their funding, but also them themselves, like Jason Russell, is a part of those Christian groups. Uh, okay. Well, he, 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 yeah. he he was already in Uganda, like spreading the good word. Uh, okay. Mhm. Well, well, and I guess he was probably naked and running around masturbating <laughs> too. <laughs> It's yeah, it. I, I think yeah. it's. I think it's. I mean, sorry. I, I, it's so damaging. I think that you know that you're you're there supporting them and helping them, but at the same time, you're not really helping the whole entire community when you're teaching when your faith is not theirs, and you're teaching them that you know this is the way the law is, and this is the good book, and and God says homosexuals are evil, and they must. Not, I don't think they're saying that they must die, but they're telling them they're evil, you know, that that, that we're the scum of the earth, we're demons. I, it's it's. Punk- well, no, I mean, I mean, they were, I mean, they were saying that we should, die. well, not die, but they were making it, trying to make it elite, like basically making it where you can be arrested or you know, like just basically, you know, locked up for being gay. And a lot of these, you know, uh, uh, both there are actually two organizations that are down there doing this. And they're from Texas. They're freaking Americans. Like, have you know? They obviously haven't had enough. You know, going into foreign countries 
and colonizing people, you know, not leaving their their spiritual faiths alone. I just learned from my own background that through this documentary I recently um, viewed that unless you were a Christian, you were a slave. So if you were a Taino, an American Indian, um, who, you know, was just introduced to the Spaniards and you didn't join their club, the Christians, you were automatically a slave. Okay, now we're going to the whole other... <laughs> well, that's a, that, that, that same mindset is what I'm talking about that, that they're doing. It's like, you know, like, you know, they're, they're teaching them, those Christians, like, hey, Ugandans, this is the, 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 you know, the good word of the book, which there's some money behind it also. Um, you know, if you're not down with us, you're not going to have any of this, and you're not going to be part of this kingdom that we're promising you that, well, God says it's there for you. Yeah. And God, by the, and God, by the way, says you know those fags that you're you know you're probably associating with, they're evil. They need to be torched. They need to be killed. They. What the fuck it is? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> no, we're, it's time to actually close it. I mean, it's time to go. It's time to say goodbye. Everybody, anything and everything that we talked about on our show today is this week actually um we'll be uh, uh putting links to on our show notes including the um awesome music that's available for free download um and we welcome anyone who actually has something to say about what we said whether you want to agree disagree or correct us um please send us feedback Send us feedback at oralfixpodcast at gmail.com or you can call your feedback in at 646-504-3491 and if you have a microphone, you can actually record yourself your feedback and send it to us at an MP3 or WAV format on a, at our email address. You can also uh, follow us and... If you do follow us at, on our social networks, you'll probably get like a lot of things that you normally don't see on our blog. You can follow us on Twitter uh, at Oral Fix Podcast, and on Facebook is facebook.com slash the Oral Fix Podcast. And you can oh, and by the way, I, I don't I, I forgot to mention um, everyone who's not familiar with our blog which is www.oralfixpodcast.com, which is like the main way you can listen to us. We just got, we just hit 100,000 views this morning. And right now, as of of right now, we have 100,121. Woohoo! Wow, (laughs) Thank you, everyone. You really love us. You really, really do. Um, And as promised, I and did. the last I saw, too, our old polyamorous, you know, um, podcast was in the top ten. Yeah, our old that polyamorous episode really gets a lot of hits, aside from the gender bender one. And I listened to that po- episode recently, and um, I realized there was a lot of good stuff there, like including some of the, you know, the dishing we did on One Girl, Five Gays. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so everyone, thank you. And as we discussed in our last podcast, we were going to think of something special to do for our hundred thousand episode. And I, I've decided we'll we'll do a, a special thank you uh, music compilation for everyone with um, downloadable links to all the music that we'll feature on that uh, music cast. So we'll try to put it out um, after we post this episode. So thank you, everyone. And um, please keep on listening and supporting us. And hey, don't be shy. Send us some feedback. You know you love us. Um, <laughs> so we'll... <laughs> what? Uh, do you have any final thoughts you no. want to share with us? Have a, have a great week. And um, we'll talk. Yes, we'll talk to you soon as we're lining up new celebrity guests, which will be on their way for the rest of season two at the Oral Fix. We're going to leave you now with um, the group Alaska Thunderfuck, and this is their song, Trannies Are Fierce. Oh, speaking of which, did you know that, remember that I mentioned TikTok Tranny? Yeah. William Bell, um, uh, not William, whatever her name is. William, um, William uh, Bell is from Fringe. Now, who is having, like, this? Uh, no, 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 um, what's her damn name? Willem from RuPaul Drag Race. Yeah. And TikTok Tranny. Oh, she is? <laughs> yeah, she's one of the, she's one of the TikTok Tranny. <laughs> That's kind of funny because they, they read her this past episode for having her beard, which I thought was kind of funny. But. Yeah, it was kind of funny. Oh, and by the way, I, I'm i going to link this on our show notes also. RuPaul has like this old, old, old video of her out there when she used to perform back then in Atlanta. And she's so punk. And I mean, talk about Shangela looking busted. <laughs> RuPaul was not looking lovely. Anyway... Goodbye, everyone. Take care. Goodbye, everyone. Squeaky blonde, Angina and the sisters Buffant. 
Shitting glitter, Rhea Littre, Tammy Brown, and PB5K. Leopold, and Alice Kant, and Barbecue, and Thunderfuck, Alaska Thunderfuck, Alaska Thunderfuck, Alaska Thunderfuck! I'll tell you what I'm gonna give you, Johnny. I'm gonna give you to the count of ten to get your ugly, yellow, no good keister off my property before I pump your guts full of lead. One, two, ten! With the tranny and you won't stay alive. Uzi, Tommy Gun, AK-47. Fuck with the tranny and she'll send you to heaven. Tranny's